0: Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast, Beyond the Boundary Rope. So today we have a fascinating topic in store, where we picked up the best test level of the 21st century. So it was a very tough discussion where we had to consider players across two centuries and what we did is we picked up players only based on their performances in this century. So a lot of hard decisions had to be taken. How have you gone about it, KK?
1: Uh, yes, hi Niraj. So very interesting topic in line. So, first thing I tried to do was to fit in players in the right positions so that the balance of the team is maintained as opposed to fitting in the best 6 batsmen as my top 6. So, getting into my 11, my openers are Virendir Sewag and Graham Smith. Graeme Smith will also be my captain. So, Viru had a tremendous career and his record. Speaks for himself and he averages over 50 and you know, although he had a poor record in countries like New Zealand, England and South Africa But these are places in which most openers struggle so I guess I'm okay with that And Graham Smith, uh, you know, I think he's been the best captain or rather the second best captain in the 21st century after Ricky Ponting But I couldn't have Ricky Ponting in my side and hence why I have Graham Smith in my team as the opener And my number 3, I had to choose between Rahul Dravid, Ricky Ponting and Sangakara And I promised myself that I will not prick from my heart, hence, why I had to leave Rahul Dravid, the favorite batsman for me, out and pick Sangakara instead. You know, it was very difficult to ignore Sanga, he's performed well in all conditions and has an average of 58, and hence, why I have him ahead of the aforementioned two. What's your top three, Nidhitz?
0: Yes, KK, it's very interesting because I went with the same method to pick my top three. I had to have either Graham Smith or uh, Ricky Ponting in my 11, and Ricky Ponting's record is record in India is one reason why I will not pick him in my 11, and that's the reason Graham Smith walks in as my opener, and my other opener is miranda Sehwag as well. Sehwag is the first name that came to my mind when I was thinking of a left-right opening ba- combination, and he is the first one that came to my mind as the right-hander, and he is someone who has changed Test match cricket uh, because he has a av- strike rate of over 82, and he is someone who can win. Uh, the match for his side in a single session, like we saw in the Chennai test match in 2008. And at number 3, I went with my heart. I had to pick Rahul Dravid in my team, the wall for India. He's someone I would back to save a test match uh, in tough conditions. And he's someone who's always been at the forefront of India's big victories away from home. So that's one major reason why I picked Rahul Dravid. And the funny thing is, you have Pumar Sangakara in your... Levin as the number 3 and I have Kumar Sangakara at number 4 because I just couldn't ignore Kumar Sangakara's great record and his performances across all countries
1: Haha Neerath, I tried my best to you know, not pick from my heart, so amidst all this, both of us have ignored Matthew Hayden from the team, one of the best openers in Test cricket as, as Neerath said in the beginning, you know, this discussion is going to have harsh decisions so, coming into harsh decisions, I have taken a harsh decision And I have left both Virat Kohli and Sachin Tendulkar out of my team to accommodate a certain Steve Smith at number 4. Now Steve Smith in my opinion is the best batsman the world has seen in the 21st century hands down. He averages over 60 and you know the way he performed in the asses coming back from the suspension it was unbelievable and hence why I have him at number 4. And number 5 I had to choose between A.B. DeVillis, Kevin Peterson and Brendan McCullum. I was actually looking for someone who could change the course of the game in two sessions or three sessions. You know, and these three are all capable of that. Brendan McCullum was probably the easiest to ignore because he was too inconsistent. With regards to A.B. and K.P., there's very little to choose between them. But just because K.P. had more off-field problems, that's why I've gone in with A.B. And my number six is Andrew Flintoff. Now it would have been very easy to pick Jack Callis in the side but uh, he's the best all rounder we all know that but uh, I wanted a third seamer at number 6 so Flintoff is the best bowling all rounder I have seen in Test match cricket and the 2005 Asses series you know who can forget his impact he single handedly won the Asses for England and that's when I fell in love with Test cricket so there's no way I was going to leave Flintoff out of my team so what do you have in your middle order Nerej?
0: Very interesting because both of us have ignored Sachin Tendulkar and Virat Kohli in our elevens. So as I had mentioned, I have Kumar Sanghakara at number 4 because I just couldn't leave him out. At number 5, I have your number 4, I have Steve Smith in my eleven. Steve Smith is a fascinating choice because he is someone who came in as a leg spinner and he has developed into the best, oh, best test batsman of our generation. And he is someone who has performed across all conditions and there were people doubting him whether he would perform well in India and in England and he's gone on in one test matches for his side in both these countries. And at number 6, I had to choose again between Jock Callis and Andrew Flintoff. So I went in with Jock Callis because Jock Callis has a stunning average of over 57. And I've gone in with 4 top class bowlers who think, who I believe will give me 20 wickets in each test match. So that was one reason why I could Go on with Job Callas even though he's not the best bowling all-rounder, but I know he is capable of picking up wickets and providing a supporting act for the team. And one more thing is, I think Andrew Flintoff' uh, career revolved around the 2005 Ashes. I don't think he was consistent throughout his career, and that's the reason I didn't really go on to pick Flintoff, though he's a fantastic player. Who do you have as your keeper? I think Adam Gilchrist must be a unanimous choice for everyone, right, regardless of the generation.
1: Ah, yes Neeraj, yes Neeraj, of course I have Gilly as my keeper and uh, you know with regards to Jack Callis I don't think his old pal Graham Smith will want him to toil so hard on flat, hot Australian pitches with the ball you know as a third-seamer so I guess I just didn't want to be too harsh on him I know you have him at number 6 but still you know I felt Flintoff as a third-seamer will be better but I can understand your point completely So moving on to my bowling attack, uh, I have two spinners and two fast bowlers So Shane Warne and Muthaya Muralitharan will be my two spinners Shane Mon is the best spinner I have seen since I started watching Test cricket, and you know the amount of matches he single-handedly won for Australia was just unbelievable, and uh, I just couldn't ignore him. And obviously, Muttiah Muralitharan, of course, the legendary Muttiah Muralitharan, the highest wicket-taker in Test cricket, 800 wickets to be precise. So he had to be there. And the two fast bowlers are Dale Steyn and Glenn McGrath, and I think Dale Steyn we all know is the best fast bowler in the 21st century and he's the one I idolize w- watching cricket you know and Glenn McGrath you know I had to choose between James Anderson and Glenn McGrath it was difficult but but James Anderson is this Mr. Home Condition Specialist and that's why I had to ignore him and pick Glenn McGrath instead who has performed well across all conditions so that's my 11. year so who do you have in your bowling arsenal?
0: Yes KK so I was very confused whether I should go in with 2 paces and 2 spinners or 3 paces and 1 spinner. And that was a major decision that I had to take. So my easy choice was I went in with Dale Steyn and Shane Vaughan as my main pacer and main spinner. So Shane Vaughan is a magician. And he is someone who plays with the minds of the batsmen. And he has picked up wickets in all conditions regardless of the pitch. And he has a poor record in India, yes. But I think the major reason behind that was Sachin Tendulkar neutralizing him. And Dale Steyn is the best fast bowler that I have seen in my career, in my life. And uh, he is again another bowler, regardless of the conditions, he can exploit each pitch and get wickets through different means. Be it conventional swing or reverse swing or just hitting the batsman with bouncers. And for the remaining two spots, I had to choose between three bowlers. So I had Glenn Megra, Mutaiya Muridaran and James Anderson. And I wasn't sure if I had to pick up three paces uh, or just two paces. So, considering uh, Mutaya Murli Dharan, the bowler he is, I went in with Mutaya Murli Dharan. And uh, between Glenn Megra and James Anderson, though I wanted to go and win with Glenn Magra because he's some, he's another bowler who's capable of performing in all conditions. Uh, James Anderson was picked up the most wickets in this century, and he's been someone who's bullied oppositions when the ball does swing around. That's the reason I went in with James Anderson in my 11, and it was very difficult for me to leave out Glenn Megra. I was still thinking if I could pick up Glenn Megra instead of Mutaya Murli Daran because I think Shane 1 is one person who is enough to win test matches on his own. So I still went in with Mutaya Murli Daran to complement Shane 1 in the spin attack, and that's why I have Callis as my third seamer, and this is my 11, KK. Well, Neeraj, first
1: things first. You have Jack Callis and James Anderson in your seam bowling arsenal. And I wonder what Graham Smith will be thinking when he has to play a match in Adelaide or Sydney or Melbourne. He's going to have a tough time, you know. I really feel for Dale Steyn, he's having his shoulder issues already. So, anyways, that's the funny part. So, let's wrap this up, shall we need it? Yes, KK.
0: So, I think these are our 11s. And uh, you guys tell us which is the better 11 of the two. And also let us know who would make it to your test 11 of the 21st century. And also we'll give you a sneak peek into our next episode. The next episode will be the 21st century ODI 11. And stay tuned for the next episode. And maybe you could also get in your 11s for the next episode as well.